Mid-South school bus or simply a brake light. Some parents are concerned, outraged after noticing what they see as a pentagram in the brake light of this school bus. Well, WMC Action News 5's Kanji Anthony has more now on what some could see as the devil in the details. Uh, this world has become so corrupt. As I'm sitting there with a severed head in my hand, talking to it or looking at it, and I'm about to go crazy, literally. I'm about to go completely flywheel loose and just fall apart. Let's let's not get let's not get into blood and guts because because that's what you're trying to get into. Come on, fumble butts. Bam, motherfucker. It'll be a miracle if this tape ever is permitted to become knowledge that could spread across the world to even give individuals a chance to know what we have to say. Oh, I suppose you're going to want to sit up all night and talk now. Boys, I was wiling out last night. All right, all mm. right. What was happening? I really did think I was one of those homies from Crenshaw, from Ooh. Long Beach to South Central. Like Easy e Like, like Snoop D-O-double-G. Mm. And the group that said, motherfuck the police. <laughs> but, yeah, I was over at somebody's house. I showed them Snatch for the first time. Mm, good movie. I like that you movie. You guys like that one? Oh, yeah. Brad, Brad Pitt's, like, gypsy accent. Beautiful. I know the podcast didn't hear that or see that, but I made the Italian good spaghetti gesture I think with they my heard hands. the lip smacking. <laughs> Probably. Maybe you should say you were balling out on, I'm going to guess the street name was Maple Street. Maple Street. Grove Street. Uh, t Rolling 20s, Crips. <laughs> <laughs> sure. No, yeah. I was in Woodbury. I was in Woodbury, <clears throat> Minnesota, and I was in somebody's garage. There's no, I was going to guess the name of that street. Which Go ahead. We, was it Maple Street? Am I missing something? You said you were balling out in Crenshaw. Crenshaw's a street. Yeah. And you were balling out in Woodbury on Blank Street, which was Oak Street or Rice Street or Rice Jefferson. St. Paul. That's in St. Paul. I'll give you a hint. It's Interlochen. Interlaken. Oh. What a boring street name. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's German. Yeah. Interlaken. Either way, we smoked a lot of marijuana. <laughs> I'm going to get that out of the way right now. Can you say, call it something else? Okay. No, I'm just kidding. You call we it. did you a lot of cheeseburger time. <laughs> jazz cabbage? <laughs> we smoked a lot of dope last night, Cody. And uh, so it's still affecting my brain a little bit, but I think we'll be... I think we'll be all right. I didn't go to bed till 4 a.m. We watched Snatch. Mm. We had Rice Krispie bars. <laughs> Perfect drank, snack. Perfect snack. I drank two gallons of water because I thought my mouth was made out of the desert. <laughs> and then I couldn't keep my uh, my eyeballs open. There is nothing worse than fucking cotton mouth. No. Oh, I hate it so much. No. I'm lucky I don't suffer from it regularly but it's fucking oh it's horrible there's nothing worse it just it makes it makes everything awful mm -hmm. what did you do last night jordan um went out drove a little bit of uber and whatnot um went to the brewery did you get sexually assaulted by james winston by chance well i wasn't gonna bring it up because <laughs> it's a bad memory but yeah. yes i did anyway i uh, obviously went to the movie and then i came home and i was telling adam I watched Child's Play 1, or no, Child's Play 2, and Child's Play 3. But you skipped one. It wasn't on. Oh, right, right, right. They were doing the marathon. I came right. home too late. The best part was when uh, Chucky's holding the girl hostage in number two. She puts her seatbelt on without him noticing, then slams the brakes. He goes flying out the window, 
And then uh, he grabs on there. He's like, goddamn woman drivers. (laughs) 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 What he says in that is so fucking funny. And then uh, in the second one, he's trying to capture that kid's soul or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he's like, what does he say? He's like, let's play soul swap. And he's like, not now, Chucky. He's a, and then he's like, you're such an annoying little shit, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The one-liners. I need to go back and watch them. They're the great. one-liners the are season. just. I always thought the first one where he's like killing the guy with the voodoo doll. I was like, what? what is going on here? Like, come on. Hey, that first movie was insane. Yeah. It was like, the cop was like. Just that whole thing where they're in the doll factory mm-hmm. and uh, and the mom's like, you don't understand. <laughs> and then the cops auto- automatically just like, all right, I'm in on this. I'm on this journey with you now. You're right. It's a killer doll. You're absolutely the right. Be- the best part's the ending where he's literally mutilated into pieces. They're sh- he's shot up. And they think it's over. She's sitting next to the little, like, fern or the air duct. And then he pops out and attacks her again. <laughs> like... He should be dead. He's in pieces, for fuck's sake. Yes, but you have to destroy every piece, because if right. even one piece gets recycled... Right. And if- the third one, just his blood going into the little plastic thing that makes the dolls brought him back to life. That's so. right. God damn it, Charles. Ancient child raping magic. Was he a child raper? No, he's a serial killer. Okay. He's just a serial killer. You're thinking of Freddy. I am. Freddy Which was- actually reminds me, I was just thinking about this, because... Obviously, during Halloween, they, like, play all those movies all the time. Mm -hmm. I literally used to put my little VHS in there, set the timer, and record all of those movies, and then rewatch them with, like, super shitty haze going over the fucking thing. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Yeah, good old days. Times were simpler back then. Now they have this technology called DVRs. It's fantastic. Or torrents, which is, just do that. I mean, don't do that. Um, That's illegal. And Metallica will come get you. My copy of Vision Quest, the 1980s high school wrestling movie. I don't know if I've ever seen that. Oh, you gotta watch Vision (laughs) Quest. Everybody watch Vision Quest if you want to learn the life of a high school wrestler. Okay? It's a movie, though, not a documentary. It's got uh, Loudon Swain. He's the main character, but that's not. (laughs) It's Matthew Bodine, who is in Uh, Full Little Jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. um, What's the new show that we watch? Reese the mean doctor. Eleven. Oh, Stranger Things. Stranger Things, yeah. He's the mean. It's hard to envision him as like a young man. Right. Well, you've seen Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. He's Private Joker, right? Yeah, I suppose. Well, that's the other thing. Uh, in Child's Play 3, the female actress was from... Um, I'm anything. What's the college, the frat movie with Will Ferrell? Big old school, old, old school. <laughs> You're my boy, his, Blue. I was his, his, <laughs> his wife in that. Remember her? Yeah, she's like a young teenage uh, soldier, or whatever. And that's just insane to see that because she, she looks like a pinch face middle aged lady. Yeah, in that movie. like she's so angry at Frank the Tank all the time. And then in Child's Play, she's like the macho badass alpha woman awesome. or whatever. But she's pretty rad. Awesome. Well. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Bumblebutt Podcast, the only podcast on the internet that uploads weekly. Who knows what it'll be about? This week, we all do. It's Annalise Michelle. Again, part two. Part two. Part two. We already ran down our weeks in a very, uh, very nice, fluid <laughs> mm-hmm. fashion, like we're all pumped full of hydraulic fluid. Yep. 
Like we're a couple Smelling of... like maple syrup. Damn right, baby. Hydraulic fluid maple syrup. Mm-hmm. A little another Italian flourish I did. I'm really into that today for some reason. You so, always do that though. Do I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You love doing you, that. You do it pretty frequently. Play too much Super Mario or something. I think so. Yeah. I think it's play too much Mario. So, uh I'm, my name is Adam. Across from me is Cody. That's we already me. did weeks, yeah. So we don't gotta do weeks. Anymore. We don't gotta do weeks. That's Cody. Yeah, you want to hear more about our weeks, listen on Wednesday. Right. That's Jordan over there. It is. Jordan, good to see you. Good to see you. I don't see you at all. The feeling is mutual. I see this. F- we can only handle him for about two hours and it's 30 true. minutes at a time. Otherwise, it's just too much. Yeah. He could have been with us. Could have been. But he decided to Fred hit Flintstone. rocks with pickaxes or something. Minecrafted up all day <laughs> <Yeah>. long. <laughs> He plays his Minecraft once and thinks he's a fucking builder over here now yep. all of a sudden. Yep. Now he's punching trees outside he's all the time. He's taking selfies with his construction hat on. Don't act like I didn't see that, Jordan. Oh, I'm not gonna. <laughs> don't act like we don't know everything. <laughs> anyway, fellas, so we do a quick recap here before we get into it. I got it. All right. I'll do the recap. All right. Hit her uh, up. Uh, uh, um, Annalise Michelle. Mm-hmm. Poor girl. Definitely. Definitely depressed. Definitely anxious. Never had any friends. Never had anybody to hang out with. She had friends, the religious zealots, remember? Yes, <laughs> the great friends that they are. She would spend a lot of time locked up in her room. She mm-hmm. would spend a lot of time trying to disassociate herself with everyone because she, her inside brain was going effing crazy. But, no, that's not true because she was she had epilepsy by demons. Or that. All right, Cody, now you do the real run-through. That was Adam's run-through. <laughs> no, that was good. Basically, you nailed everything. She's just a uh, young German girl who comes from an extremely religious background. Um, she suffers from epilepsy, which then turns into believing in demons because <laughs> there's no cure for epilepsy. And basically, we have oof, so many goddamn priests involved in here. We have Father Alt, yep. Father Rodvik, mm-hmm. uh, the bishop... Uh, some other priests, but our main guy here, Father Renz. Father Renz, he's been given permission to uh, go forth with this, and he's about to unleash hell on these demons, no pun intended. <laughs> I think they'd like it if hell was unleashed on them. Rain hell. No, because they they want to, you're going to find out, they don't want to go to hell, they want to stay in the, whatever you call the human realm. The mortal coil realm. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the proper term for it? <laughs> this mortal coil we call life. Yeah, so before we hop into it, uh, talking to my brother last week, mm. uh, fun little fact, he actually went and visited Annalise Michelle's grave. Really? That's so fucking yep, awesome. He's a military boy. When he was active duty army, he was stationed in Germany for about a year, and the young lady he was... In a relationship with over there. The young Fräulein. <laughs> ah, yeah. Katrin. Katrin, the young Fräulein. Is he still with her? No. Okay. So, but, uh, so they were at her parents' place for, like, dinner and whatnot, and they only lived, like, 30 minutes away from where she was buried, so after a few drinks, everybody was like, let's go to Annalise Michelle's grave. Hell yeah. So they went over there. He used to have a picture of him, like, Crouched over, basically hard styling at her yeah. grave. <laughs> oh, he, he planked her grave? Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's but very offensive, sir. He he can't find that picture anymore, unfortunately. Yeah. But the demons took it. 
shit. I'm yeah, he's picture. like, well, I don't really believe in the supernatural, but I thought you know there was like this lime green stuff on the grave stone in the picture, and I was like, well, that sounds like some ghosty shit. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, we're gonna go. We'll talk about that after the episode's over as well. Um, but First, that's I'm going to really... call out Jordan. He spoiled the story. Now I know she fucking dies. Yeah, you, what the hell, that was, Jordan? That was the dickhead? very first thing in the story, <laughs> Adam. <laughs> I thought your brother's I like... This. I really can't believe it. I thought your brother was the religious... Or you have one religious one, one non-religious one, right? Yeah, Todd, that one is the more religious one. But sure. he doesn't believe in demons and supernatural shit? I don't know. He's not really a ghost guy. Mm. Just believes in the almighty. Well, ghosts are basic bitches. We're yeah. talking about demons. They're like the big dogs here, right? Hell yeah. If you believe that. Hell yeah. Anyway, let's get started. Let's go. I will summon Majestic on you, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> you better summon Majestic for your album release. He'll help you out. That's true. Just for, uh, we recorded Between the Bubbles before the show, we discussed a list of demons. Majestic is the demon of heavy metal. Sorry to break in. No, the demon of hard rock. Demon of hard rock. He works at Hard Rock Cafe. (laughs) He's that weird guy that no one wants to wait or have as their (laughs) server. Why is his name Majestic? I don't know, but he's still got a mullet. I'm guessing his parents were hippies. That's all I can say. All right. The church believed Father Renz would be the perfect candidate to carry out the quote, Great exorcism, as written in the church's law from the Codex of Lurus Canonici. Canonici. Canonici, all right, perfect. (laughs) Every time we say something Italian, you do that, or Latin. (laughs) He would arrive at the Michelle household on September 23rd. Never forget. (laughs) 1975, ready to see for himself if this girl was truly possessed. Initially, Annalise was acting like her normal self. Later, Father Renz said about Annalise, She was really a nice, fine girl of great religious depth. She actually did not talk very much, not like others who gush all day like a whale. <laughs> what a dick. Either way, it was agreed the following day, the rite of exorcism would begin. Father Renz would return around 4 p.m. The next day, her family was gathered, along with Pita, Thea Hein, Father Alt, Roth and Herman. All of them. Oh, I forgot about Roth. They certainly didn't want to miss out on the action. The family set up a mini altar containing a crucifix, statue of Christ, a flower pot with a house plant, <laughs> <laughs> and framed pictures of Virgin Mary, Father Pio, Archangel Michael, and the Sacred Heart of Jesus. I'm getting in there. Father Renz would recite the rite of Ritual Romanium with other, less powerful prayers in between, when they deemed to need a break, they all had coffee, tea, and cake waiting for them. <laughs> Exorcisms burn a lot of energy, you know. Listen, you gotta keep that blood sugar up. <laughs> what they really needed to achieve was to have the demon reveal its name. According to them, you cannot expel a demon until you learn its identity. Quick uh, quick break in here mm-hmm. from the Muslim perspective. Okay. I work with... Maybe not say Muslim. <laughs> That's how you say it. That's how they say it. Oh, okay. But the Muslim way of looking at it. Demons. The most dangerous demon of all is a blind and deaf demon. Mm-hmm. Oh, the jinn? You cannot make them reveal themselves to you. The Helen Keller demon. We got, we got firsthand uh, information about this, too, so we can confirm that. Remember that? 
We were talking to him yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he told us firsthand. That's right. We weren't reading this anyway. This is from 100% from a person. Straight from Yatso's mouth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Father Ren said, at first, Annalise's demons were rather quiet, but slowly they turned more and more violent. They especially were not fond of all the powerful holy water. It took three people to hold her down, and Annalise was whipping her head left and right, attempting to bite them. She was screaming and howling like a dog. Mm. While being sprayed with holy water, she yelled, Stop with that shit! You should die! You did somehow put away that shit! This entire session lasted 16 hours, and when they were wrapping up with the final prayer, Annalise said, You should have continued. The next exorcism was set to begin a few days later on September 28th. They realized they probably hadn't cast out the demons quite yet. <laughs> oh, shit. 16-hour shift. So they're working in teams, right? No, nope, just Father Renz. He's got the endurance for this shit. Roth is there. All of them are there. Well, I guess, yeah, we're going to learn Father Alt kind of had uh, his words of wisdom be be put in there as well. Gotcha. This time... They decided to bring a recorder for proof later on, which in the end accumulated in 40 separate recordings of the exorcism. Damn. Once again, it was a lot of the same. Annalise was screaming and fighting off those around her. This time, it seemed the demons would begin as they referred to as medieval curse words, such as... Asshole, shit, sow... <laughs> That's their favorite words to say, apparently. Shit, sour. Adam, you're a real arsehole. <laughs> British demons, all right? They would constantly mock the father and holy mother, saying phrases such as, I'll poison you get. Ah, shut up. You with your shit words. Say your job. Not even a sow believes that. Or... Go on, Babylon I'm not leaving. <laughs> the demons even had a bit of a sense of humor, it seems, saying, That was also one of those blockheads. Or, Those nuns pray and believe nothing. Then go to communion, holding out their little paws. <laughs> That's fucking metal, though, dude. <laughs> Mocking them fucking nuns and their little paws. Holding yeah. out their little paws. Like, oh, that's like cool. helpless little kittens. <laughs> oh, like the goddamn, uh, the goddamn, did you watch the, did you watch the Castlevania TV mm-hmm. show on mm-hmm. Netflix? Your God, God doesn't, doesn't love you. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. I couldn't get over what a asshole the belmont guy was oh yes yes just he was like just a, a drunk prick. yeah he didn't want to do anything Mm-mm. the demons would often argue with the priests in such as the following conversation let's leave together now come on let's go now then you leave now i won't yes you feel too now we're not getting out we'll stick together with father wren's really needed to do was get the demons to omit their names. They already had the name Judas, if you remember from the first episode. Yep, yep, yep. yep. It wouldn't be long until Lucifer accidentally would admit his name. Oh, they got the devil himself. (laughs) All right. And soon enough, the name Nero 
came out saying, I am third of the Confederacy. Dude, a holy, an unholy triumvirate of mm-hmm. demons. So we have Judas, we have Lucifer, and we have Nero tag teaming this bitch, gang banging this bitch. Right. And for those of you who don't know. <laughs> I mean, they did say she was getting molested, so... Technically, you're right, Adam. Maybe just not the proper to- choice of words there. I've been hanging out with Herschel. That's, that's not my fault. For those of you who don't know, Nero was one of the last Roman emperors whom was known for being tyrannical and generally an evil piece of shit. And playing the fiddle while Rome burned. Uh, no, he died and then... How I read this. He died, and then someone took over for him. They didn't agree, and then civil war ensued. And then that's kind of when the collapse of the Roman Empire happened. One thing I know about Nero, he got re- he is responsible for everything that's in the Bible now. Really? Yes. I thought that would have been Charlemagne. One that's got for Charlemagne. Uh, <laughs> no, but Nero, there used to be like a bunch more stories, but he had them destroyed. Uh, yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah. Like the Bible is a lot more violent. That's Listen, what I always heard. Everybody listening, I'm sorry. I'm not religious. I'm mm. not uh, very good with history no. either. But that's what I think I remember. It could have been a different Roman emperor, though. <laughs> You're getting a lot of hate mail. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> DM Cody on Instagram. Yeah, send me. Tell him I'm wrong. Another odd note was the demons seem to blame each other for things, such as when they accused Judas of making Annalise break a crucifix. They said. It was the damn dog, Lucifer. I did nothing. <laughs> With the priest beginning to get a bit frustrated, they got the brilliant idea of filling five separate bottles, some with holy water and some with tap water. Oh, try to get that placebo effect. Mm-hmm. Amazingly, they would only respond when the holy water hit them. This clearly had to be demons. Well, of I- course. <laughs> Another trick Father Renz wanted to attempt was learning which languages the demons were acute to. They knew Latin and German very well, so why not see if they knew Chinese? Whoa! (laughs) He began reciting a prayer in Chinese, and the demons said, I am not telling you anything, you damn dirty sow. If you want to ask me something... Asking German. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> to frustrate the priest a little more, Annalise would cover her ears when reciting a prayer. Father Renz asked, Why did you put your hands over your ears? Because the prayer is so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> or when there was a noise in the house, Father asked, Are you making such a noise? Yeah. Who else do you think? <laughs> That's really good. That's really good. (laughs) This is metal. I like this a lot. It's it's gonna be real metal here in a minute. As time passed, Father Renz would be able to extract the names Judas, Lucifer, Cain, Nero, Hitler, and finally Father Fleischman. 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 He makes yeast. What? Fleischman's yeast. (laughs) Oh yeah. Is that what is that what it means in German? No, no, but it, there's Fleischmann's yeast. It comes oh, in a box. Oh, okay. Well, Father Alt had learned of Father Fleischmann, whom was a local priest around the 1300s. Records called him a... Concubinarius. Or vino addicto. Oh. <laughs> if you guys can't figure that out, that's a womanizer and a drunk. Mm. <laughs> 
But Vino what? is wine. <laughs> Obviously. Addicto is addict, <laughs> right. I assume. Right. I don't know. It, it might mean enthusiast. Sounds like he, <laughs> he's very excited about his wine. But he, but what he was most known for was beating a man to death on the steps of his parish. Oh, that's very Christian of him. <laughs> Father Alt was shook and always wondered how this girl could possibly have known about this man. Because it's a demon. Let's play the demon audio now. Let's do it. Now we're going to hear the actual recordings of uh, Annalise and the demons. We'll start off with what Hitler sounds like. Okay. He's angry. Yes. Here comes Cain. He's an angry boy. (laughs) It's me when I orgasm. Now, this is Cain, famous brother of Abel, right? Yep, here comes Nero. How does Nero know German? That's fucking creepy. Here's a uh, fleshman. The priest, the thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's constipated. <laughs> Live mixing this? Not easy. <laughs> I, I wouldn't doubt it. It doesn't help she's screaming at the top of her head. <laughs> Unlike a potato microphone. All right. Judas. Judas. <laughs> It's actually giving and, me chills. And here's Lucifer, the king of hell. He's mowing the lawn. Fuck. All right. Fuck. What the hell? 
Are you creeped out, boys? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, <laughs> like, that's right in our headphones, too, man. Like, that, that's live monitor. I'm just going to play that all night, drive an Uber, heads on, fuck a, crawl. Uh, fuck ASMR. Just play this at night. I'll fuck you right yeah. to bed. <laughs> that actually <laughs> Or keep me awake with my eyes wide open, oh. being terrified. Well, just imagine you're in a room with someone who sounds like this. That's that's terrifying. I'd but... be harder than a diamond. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Father Renz. Now knowing all of the demons' names, we try several different prayers or readings from the Bibles to try to incite some reaction, such as chapter 13, verse 1 from Revelations that read, And I saw a beast rising out of the sea, with ten horns and seven heads, with ten diadems upon its its horns, and a blasphemous name upon its heads. And then the beast I saw was like a leopard. Its feet were like a bear's, and its mouth... It was like a lion's mouth. <laughs> Interesting creature there. Father Renz recalled that demons did not recognize themselves in this description and would just argue with one another. So Father Renz tried another from St. Luke chapter 11 verse 14 that read, Now he was casting out a demon that was dumb. When the demon had gone out, the dumb man spoke and the people marveled. But some of them said he casts out demons by Beelzebub, the prince of demons. Now I'm French. <laughs> the Lord of Flies. The Lord of Fries. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't work at fucking McDonald's. Uh, fuck my butt. That's awful. <laughs> I have a new nickname for my, one of my friends instead of Potato. <laughs> the Lord, the Lord of, of Fries. <laughs> Can you imagine me going to you're going to hell and you see this guy and he's like, Do you want medium, small, or large, sir? Large and can you make them curly for me? <laughs> we do have a low sodium option if you desire. <laughs> that truly is hell, then it's gonna taste terrible. <laughs> Alright, back to work here, boys. <laughs> this seemed to be completely ineffective either. He soon realized clearly the best weapon that worked against the demons was a simple cross-examination. Wow. Trying to figure out what exactly their plans were and when they were planning on leaving. It seemed like Cain was the quietest of the demons and Judas usually took the forefront. Hitler would simply mumble, (laughs) And when Father asked Hitler questions, Judas would reply, He... He only has a big mouth, but has nothing to say. That's political commentary right there from Annalise Michelle. (laughs) Annalise would refer to Pastor Fleischmann as the black one. Racist. (laughs) Whom was always threatening to hit her, which made sense to Father Alt since he had been so violent to women when he was alive. So he was a he was a woman beater. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He was yeah. a vino addicto and a woman beater. <laughs> it wasn't until the first week in October that the battle against the demons was leaning in the father's favor. It should be noted as well that a prescription for Annalise's medication was given on October 7th. Never forget. <laughs> <laughs> Around the same time, Father Revik decided to give her a visit to see how the exorcisms were coming along. When he arrived, Thea Hein asked him, Won't the demons kill her? No, there is no records of that. Demons are allowed to torment a person, but not to kill him. Funny thing is, before he arrived at the house, Annalise was screaming, wrestling, growling, and all sort of possession activities. 
But when Father Rodevicker entered, he just asked, Oh, hello. How are you? <laughs> Annalise actually gave him a friendly answer back. All right, I guess. Hey? Very odd how she just snapped back to normal. Mm. With the moment of peace, they asked her about her appetite, how she was sleeping, and such other questions. Annalise told them basically the demons wouldn't allow her to eat and she had to sleep on the floor because the demons would just jerk her out of bed. They also did take note that Annalise was not nearly as violent as before and did not need to be constantly restrained. Just when Rodovic was there, huh? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, progressively the exorcism seemed to be calming the demons down. So she wasn't as violent as at first. On October 13th... Sometimes well, forget. <laughs> Holy shit, that's today. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Happy anniversary. Spooky. Spooky. Anyway, while the demons were still lingering around, another champion against evil had entered the battle. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, no. The Holy Mother herself <clears throat> and promptly informed Annalise she would be aiding her and to write down things she would tell her. Was this really the Virgin Mary or just a simple demonic trick? Oh. <laughs> It was Stay tuned next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> it was it's a long the demon series. <laughs> the demon arc. It was a long before the demons took note of her diary and said This shit is she is writing. It's she who charged her to do that. While pointing at the picture of the Virgin Mary, Annalise soon requested the holy writings of a woman named Barbara Wiegand. Barbara was a woman a lot of Christians viewed as a saint. Her writings are viewed as almost profiteeric. She was known for walking five hours to receive her Holy Communion. Oh, that's some dedication to God. <laughs> she dove right into these scriptures. Annalise wrote this in her diary dated October 18th, 1975. Mother of God gives me to understand this morning I did not act quite properly. After breakfast, I immediately started reading Barbara Weigand's book, did not help with the housework. <laughs> Too curious. Duty. <laughs> gotta Duty. get that housework done, dude. <laughs> it soon became clear to Annalise she needed to suffer such as Barbara Vigand had. The priest had also come to the conclusion with the aid of the demon. The demon said, I am commanded by over there. That you should venerate the five sacred wounds more. Which Father Wren certainly did, saying, The sacred wound of your right hand. Shut up. The sacred wound of your left hand. Shut up. The sacred wound on your head. Shut up. Stop it. I can't stand that. And Father continues over and over. Annalise claimed during this time, Virgin Mary... Barbara, Vigand, and even Jesus were in the foreground. Shit. After this, the Mother of God soon informed her she, that she would be completely free of demons in October. Oh, so oh, sometimes okay. we're already on the 13th. <laughs> yeah, no, we're so, I mean, basically halfway through wait, the month. Just has to wait a little bit. We're good. Another peculiar thing was the Virgin Mary had mentioned to Annalise, Judgment Day would be coming soon, which she documented in her diary. Father Alt would also know that upon asking the demons about it, they even got a bit worried, but claimed it was going to happen to Europe in the near, near future, but that's about all we learn of this subject. Okay, so the rapture's coming to Europe. That's what they claim. Another odd entry Annalise claimed came from the Holy Mother read, You are going to get married, Annalise. 
But that does not matter. I am also in need of holy mothers. Think of St. Monica. She was also a mother, and married, and she was a saint. Or think of St. Elizabeth, your patron saint. In this one way, you are not going to be like Barbara Weigand, but you are going to be like her in every other way. In suffering and in sacrifice, you will be a spiritual daughter of Barbara Weigand. Later, after this ordeal, the fathers would always wonder why the Holy Mother would tell her this, since clearly she perished before she could even get married. Another interesting diary entry from the Holy Mother read, You will suffer a great deal, and do penance, even now. But your suffering, your sadness and desperation, will help me to save other souls. Either way, it was finally told to Annalise that on October 31st, 1975, the Virgin Mary would come and chase those pesky demons out of her body. The day finally arrived, and the tape of this particular session lasted four and a half hours alone. Mm. They were all excited to finally receive some backup from the Virgin Mary. Father Runge was starting the session reciting all of the prayers of exorcisms yeah. and such others, but the demons were being quiet today. Father Wren said, The Blessed Virgin is going to order you out of here. She is going to chase you away tonight. All of you. Are you all there? You go back to hell, so you cannot hurt anyone anymore. <laughs> but they just remained silent, perhaps in fear of what was to come. Well, I'd be shitting my pants too. The Virgin Mary's coming to kick our ass. She's going to pull off her sandal. <laughs> Sorry, her chancla. Chancla. <laughs> Is that the proper term for that? It's the Spanish word for it. (laughs) We're going all Spanish now, baby. It wasn't long before the demons began to speak up. Father Wren was trying to taunt them by name, starting with Cain, asking him why he had murdered his brother. But Cain seemed to be a bit shy. Annalise is just constantly shaking, growling, and screaming during all of this. Father Wren switches to Latin, saying, St. Michael, we pray to you. I'm going to do a Latin voice. All right, do it. How do you do Latin? St. Michael, we pray to you. Fling into hell a Satan and the evil spirits roaming the earth and impaling the souls. She will crush your head under her heel. (laughs) You see, that's me doing German, but Latin also. That's That's how good an accent. That's how good I fucking am. (laughs) I think you should hit up Hollywood. That's what I think. Thank you. Go be a voice actor. Thank you. Bankroll this bitch. (laughs) At the turn of 10 p.m., time was drawing near to have the demons vacate but they were very resistant. It seems they needed the demons to say the name and to recite the Hail Mary. With the entire room praying in sync, soon the demon speaks and says, I, I administered my office so badly. Who are you, Judas? No. Father Alt chimes in. Fleischman? Yes, I have to go now. Into hell? Yes, yes. You know what you still have to say? Yes, Hail Mary, full Full of grace. Hail Mary, full of grace. That was the condition. That's what he said. So Fleischman is gone. Fleischman is gone. Now it is the turn of the others. Time to figure out who is next. The demon says, Peter. Confess why you are in hell. Because Because I killed so many and killed myself. And now I am condemned. Oh... (laughs) And soon Hitler recites Hail Mary. Let's keep the ball rolling. I am Cain, and I have my brother. Father Renz demands the Hail Mary. Cain at first says, You are so you. 
but soon submits and leaves. Father N says, So, now Cain is also gone? It is now Nero's turn? Yes, sir. Now it's my turn. Father demands to know his sins. I, 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 I killed the Christians. I live a lecherous life. Greet the most holy virgin. No, 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 no. no. I wouldn't like to do that. But Nero soon falls like the others. Father Renz isn't slowing down, though. Judas is carried. <laughs> Are you there? Again, Judas needs to confess. I went to hell because I despaired. Because you betrayed the Savior? Yes, but I am not going out. In the name of? Where am I supposed to go? Into hell? No. That's where you belong. No. You deserve being there. You did not want to serve the Lord. Come on, get out. (laughs) (laughs) Judas couldn't hang on much longer. And soon he is cast off. Oh, goodbye, Judas. That's all three. That's the triumvirate, boys. Hold on. Fuck. Fuck. It's time for the final boss. It's Lucifer time, baby. (laughs) Father Ren says, So now he has gone too, and now there is only Lucifer, the dog of hell. (laughs) Father Ren grabs a picture of Archangel Michael and says, Here, look. I am not leaving. Holy Archangel Michael. Please fling Lucifer into the abyss a second time. Holy Angel Michael, defend us in our battle against the deviousness and the persecution of Satan. Be our protector. Soon, even Lucifer confesses his sins. I am damned because I did not. I did not want to serve God. I wanted to rule myself. Although... I was only a thing created. You did not want to surrender to heaven. Now you have to go to hell. Now, 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 now. Hail Mary, full of grace. After this, Annalise lets out a sigh of relief. And they all partake in the singing of (laughs) Tedium. It's a German prayer. Tedium, huh? It just sounds like tedium. Oh, oh, got him. So they're all enjoying their religious German songs. Yes, I'm so happy now. I'm relieved. The ger- the, ger- the Germans are gone. <laughs> yeah. The demons are gone. <laughs> when out of nowhere, a demonic voice says, I have not gone out yet. Who is not out yet? I. Father Wren spent the next hour trying to figure out whom this demon was to cast it out. Fuck. But to no avail. Fuck! Father Rodvik did warn him. Even after casting them out, they could possibly return. Just like a cigarette smoke. You know what? It was mm. probably that little bastard Nero. Definitely Nero. We will find out, kind sir. On November 4th, they all, re- <laughs> <laughs> they all reconvene at the Michelle's house. And while Annalise claimed to feel fairly free... That didn't stop the demons from taunting Father Renz a little bit when he began his prayer session. While not nearly as violent as before, the demon would not reveal his name, and soon Father Renz decided to give it a rest for a while. Annalise had enough for now. Sure, man. So Yeah, man. So they, they all that this thing has said so far is, I'm not out yet, right? Not completely. Yep. No, she's not free yet. But it's not, uh, it's not really talking too much shit. No, they've calmed him down. Mm. Nice. Nice. Because I think the demon knows they can get rid of him. 
So he's like, oh, they already cast out two of his pals. I, I just gotta play my cards right, keep a cool head for a bit. <laughs> Don't give him your name. That's the number one tip. That's right. Father Renz then said, "He is asleep. Let's let him sleep." Annalise is probably also tired from the last Friday, and she has an exam coming up this week. <laughs> Maybe we should just stop early today, if that is all right with you. <laughs> they agreed, and within the next few days, Annalise would return to her school. Oh, back to normal. <laughs> when she returned to school, it seemed her friends didn't realize all that she had been through, and just assumed she had spent her time studying, but would later mention how tired she always looked. Mm. Annalise was excited because she could return to church and even consume the Holy Communion without the demons fighting back. All right. <laughs> Dude, she loved church. She, she loved it. It's number one. Well, she hobby. hung out with the religious zealots. Yeah. With her examinations coming up soon, she crammed a massive amount of studying within two days Fuck. and ended up passing her theology class with a good grade. Excellent. All right. It should be mentioned in her diary, the Holy Mother beforehand had informed her she would pass her classes anyway. Awesome. <laughs> Look at that. On November 9th, Never forget. 1975, Father Enns decided to make another attempt to get that last demon out. Ooh. Now that she had passed all of her exams... What if the demons were making her smart? Oh, we're going to find out. Did you think about that, Cody? We're going to find out. All right. After a bit of praying, the demon says... If the snot nose goes to church once more, that cursed wedge, I am going to cause such a furor. Fur? Furor. I am going to cast such a furor that everyone is going to come running. Father Renz is reciting the rate in several languages, German, Latin, and Chinese. The demon... The demon? The demon soon <laughs> says, Go on, try puzzling it out some more. You, you can, can blab till your mouth is frazzled. I'm still not talking. After about an hour, Father Renz had an idea. He said, Why does it get you mad when I talk about Judas? Because, because I, I am back. Fucking solved. <laughs> are you Judas? Yes, yes sir. <laughs> yes, sir. I, like how, I like how polite they are. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> In the foreground, Father Aldas. So, that's it? Who permitted you to return? Who, who, who? Do, Do you think? Who already? The exalted lady. <laughs> the priests were shocked. And soon it was revealed that all five of the demons had returned. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> While they are back, the priests seem to at least get them a bit under control because Annalise returned to school to study in the library the following day. If there's five demons in me, Mom, well, six. Jody, six demons, please yeah. don't send me to school the next day. They get might the get... demons out of me. <laughs> They've tried already. Get the vacuum, They've shove it up his ass, and suck them out. You need Luigi to suck him out. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Speaking of that, mini Adam's Game Corner, new Luigi's Mansion coming out soon. Is there? Mm-hmm. I like announced. the first one. Definitely. So she was studying in the library, then returned home on November 14th. Forget sometimes. <laughs> to continue the exorcism sessions. It was a lot more of the same. Praying, splashing with holy water, and continuing to plead for the demons to be cast into hell. But they kept insisting it was of no use. Fuck. On November 17th, it was Monday, and Annalise 
had to return to school to study once again. <laughs> like this is they're well, just she's studying, so hopefully she never forgets. She, she will not forget <laughs> until she her goes to school day. through the week. The weekends she spends being exercised, then returns to school again. They're just spinning their wheels though, because yeah, nothing's happening. Then on November twenty first, she returns home to continue continue her exorcisms. This time, Father Renz had an idea. He brought a picture of Pope Pius X and proceeded to show it to the demons. They said, Put away that filth, you damn dog. I am not going to stop pestering the snot-nose. And neither are the others. What others? Nobody. All right, asshole, don't lure me into that. (laughs) You really walked me down a path to fuck me over there, you dickhead. They were also able to extract Exalted Lady, Father Pau, Barbara Vigand, Annalise's grandmother, and great-aunt were also observing what was going on. The demons Mm. didn't like all the extra company. Mm. So basically, Annalise has just become like a club for demons. The demons are tormenting her, and then all these holy people are just chilling and watching. They're all on the outside. They can't get into the hottest club, Annalise's body, (laughs) where all the demons are. By November 24th, Father Renz was once again able to get the demons under control, and on November 27th, Annalise was able to return to school for more studying and once again passed her religious class test. Perfect. She would return home the next day to continue the exorcisms. The demons seemed to be a bit upset that none of the other priests were no longer attending the sessions. By November 30th, Father Alt was able to return for backup. Father Renz just kept explaining to the demons why they needed to leave. Once again, showing the demons a picture of Pope Pius X. You dirty sow. You filthy dog. Fuck now. <laughs> I'll spit it in his face. Which the demons did with extremely accurate shot. A loogie shot right onto the Pope's face. Oh, what a dirty girl. <laughs> This entire cycle continued for quite a while, exorcisms, then school, over and over again, until she finally was able to complete her schooling, and it was time for Christmas break. Mm. Oh, she's going to have a nice holiday. Yeah. Actually, on December 17th, 1975, before returning home from school, she had made an appointment to see Dr. Schleep, but due to her having court that morning, Annalise must have gotten tired of waiting and just left. Mm. Dr. Schleep had court. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I believe she's a psychologist. I was like, fuck. Uh, where where no, did I Annalise, miss the Annalise An- court case? <laughs> <laughs> also, through all of this, she still was refilling her prescription for the anticonvulsant. Mm. While on December 19th, Father Renz recalled how agitated the demons seemed to be getting. The growling and screaming was just as bad as ever, but seemed to get them under control, at least for a while. Mm. Because the Michelles had a lovely Christmas... Annalise's attitude was radiant and claimed to feel free Mm. until December 30th. Halfway through the prayer, the demons let out a sound as as if they were in pain. They said, We don't leave because that one won't allow it. You mean our savior? Yes, he won't last. He wants you to stay on? Yes, we We want want out. Oh, out, oh. She goes every day. Every day! To communion? 
Yes, I can stand it. We want out, 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 out. There she goes, kneeling again. We want out, and he won't let us. He won't let us out. Oh, oh, out, oh, oh. Why wouldn't he let you out? Yes, why, 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 why? Father Renz just keeps reciting the Latin prayers of exorcism with the demons screaming that they wanted out so badly, but they just couldn't. Fall. I think they're lying. I think they're, I think, you know what I think? Hmm. Uncle Adam's conspiracy detective hour. Let's hear corner. it. Uh, okay, here you go, here you go. The Lord Jesus Christ is keeping the demons inside of her to punish the demons. Although she is also being punished because she's so pious, goes, gets communion every day, mm-hmm. loves religion. He knows that she's a good prison for these demons mm-hmm. and that she will return to him at some point. She's going to serve as a penance. Perfect. Perfect. You you got it. You nailed it on the head. Fuck me. Whatever it was, Father Renz was able to get them calmed down once again. In the first week of January, she returned to school once again, Mm. but it wasn't all good. Peter later said this about when they were hanging out. We were talking about a private topic. Annalise was entirely calm and normal. Suddenly, and without any discernible reason, her face became distorted. She began growling, and she hit me. (laughs) With great effort, she was able to tell me quickly that I should sprinkle her with some holy water. I did it. She quieted down instantly, and we were able to continue our conversation. <laughs> That's all Smack. I gotta do. Yeah. Spray Fuck in the it. face. <laughs> Just give her a little spritz, and there we go. <laughs> Just get in a spray bottle. Smack. <laughs> Just like a cat that you don't want on the counter. <laughs> get off the table. <laughs> <clears throat> now, Annalise, stop hitting people. <laughs> <laughs> Your demons are acting up again. <laughs> Through the month of January, the attacks continued. The demons even tried to disrupt her political science test, which she only scored a B on. Oh, goddamn shame. When Father Renz couldn't see her at home, he would recite the prayers of exorcism over the phone. (laughs) 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 But it didn't seem to be as effective. No. But when she would return home, Father Renz was always there to give her a two-hour exorcism prayer session, always hoping the next time would be the last, and the demons would finally be cast out. Sadly, that never seemed to be the case, but he believed patience was critical. Fucking long con. He couldn't give up and let the demons win. On February 1st, when it was just Annalise and Father Renz, he attempted to get an idea of how she felt about how the demons were affecting her. She claimed they wouldn't allow her to eat, or what items she could use, such as gloves or a hat when it was freezing out, (laughs) or even that when sleeping, they would force her to undress at night and sit in the freezing cold, unable to sleep. Annalise always claimed it was like a compulsion telling her to do things. Wow. She even mentioned having to strip naked and appear in front of a friend and wear worn-out shoes that made her heels bleed. In this conversation... She believed that the Savior was making her do these things because she needed to suffer for others. Wow. God damn, dude. It's not very nice of Jesus. What What do you mean? That's fucking, what a higher honor for a religious person yeah. to walk the path of Christ, I, basically. Yeah, yeah, I suppose you're, you're right. You're paying for humanity's sins. You're right. It's fucking cool. 
Father Renz tried to reassure her this was a simple demon's trick. There is no way the Savior would want anyone to suffer like this. (laughs) Crushing crushing Adam's explanation. (laughs) Fuck me. (laughs) It would really appear Annalise was struggling with her faith. Why would the Savior make her suffer like this? Even if Father Renz didn't agree, he couldn't deny this was a horrible situation for anybody. (laughs) Obviously. Really? Jumping there might be some people who enjoy this. <laughs> yeah, maybe. What do they call those sadomasochists? Yeah, freak leaks. Jumping to mid-February, it appeared the Holy Mother and Savior were no longer visiting Annalise, and the demons were becoming more and more powerful like before. Father Renz repeatedly mentions the barrier that was protecting the demons. He is reciting all the prayers of exorcisms like before, and the demons are screaming that they want out, but they just can't. Father Renz kept asking how long till they were going to be cast out, hoping perhaps there was a date set like before, but the demons seemed to be increasingly more silent. At least Joseph had a little sense of humor. When Father Renz was asking for the date, he said, Hopefully in time for the carnival. (laughs) (laughs) By March 3rd, 1976, Ash Wednesday, of course, she had returned to school. This particular day, one of her schoolmates had actually came to visit her dorm to ask a question and notice Annalise laying in a crouch position with only her shirt and panties on. She quickly ran to, Jordan, can you say this lady's name? Much to the shootings. <laughs> room to help. When they came to her aid, she told them to leave her alone. She would be better in a moment. I'm just laying here in a circle in my panties and shirt. Just go away. Doesn't all girls do this? <laughs> Is it her period? The, oh. Hold on. The two girls thought it was something to do with her menstrual crab cramps. Wow. Good job, J-Dog. I was married. Then lifted her up <laughs> and placed her on the bed. They contacted her parents asking if they should call a doctor for her, but they told her they would send their own doctor to look at her. Is this doctor a priest? We'll find out. The girls actually waited for the doctor to show up, but one never did. To go back to your uh, married thing, Jordan. I didn't know vampires could have periods. (laughs) (laughs) So they did contact her parents once more, and they gave her the same answer. Instead, her parents came to visit her themselves, along with Father Renz. He recited the prayers of exorcism once again, and Annalise claimed to start feeling better. On March 9th, Annalise did visit the school's general practitioner and informed her about her ep- informed her about her epilepsy problem. While the doctors did mention she looked tired, she just prescribed her medication once again. While she didn't talk to the doctor about those friends and frats and frats and frats and she kept Peter up to date. Listen to me, Annalise and doctors. You Get help. Fucks. Here's the thing. I was so excited. She finally went to the school GP. A real doctor is going to look at her. Have some more meds. No. It's fucking... well, she didn't tell him about the other part of it. But she told him about the epilepsy. Like, True. I figured True. maybe that doctor would be like, okay, we can work maybe with this. Maybe you should see a neurologist, perhaps, again. Instead of a team of priests. And tell him you've had, like, 900 exorcisms so far. <laughs> Damn. She informed Peter her feet had begun to heal, but her hands were really hurting from the stigmata. Mm. Peter did mention during this time she was able to eat again and ate a lot. Annalise said, 
I know this is the Lenten season, and I should be eating less, <laughs> not more. But I have the feelings that I need to, although I don't know why. But I do renounce some foods that I really like to make up for it. Wow. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, sir. maybe... uh the... not uh meat. You can't eat meat. On Lutiny. Fridays. You can eat fish. Yeah. Gluttony. <laughs> maybe, uh... She's getting the feeling that she needs to eat more because she hasn't been eating because of the demons. Yes. Mm -hmm. And this is me, except for the last part about renouncing. I have this feeling that I need to eat all the time. (laughs) (laughs) That's called hunger, miss. (laughs) Since Father Renz was further away when she was attending school, Father Alt instead would visit her regularly. She told Father Alt the months of May and June will be very rough, but July will bring resolution. She told him that? She told him that. She's getting messages. It's the Holy Mother. Yep. She's so stressed out by school, man. Jumping to April 13th. Never forget. (laughs) (laughs) Annalise felt compelled to attend the local church. She sat on her knees through the entire night, and when she tried to get up, some force was holding her down. But when she was finally able to leave, she ran to a nearby payphone, attempting to contact her parents, but the demons prevented her from lifting the receiver. Thankfully. Or Pete... some jackass put super glue on it. <laughs> the fucking thing. Thankfully, Peter had spotted her and got her back to her dorm room. Throughout the following week, she would attempt to attend church because, of course, it was the week of Easter Sunday. Mm-hmm. Woo! Mm-hmm. Peter would recall Peter would recall her mentioning what a struggle it was for her to be there, then informed him of the pain. She had around her body, claiming she was experiencing what it was like for Jesus during the last days he sure, was alive. Sure. Her friend Mechtold said she would check on her occasionally as as she had in previous events, and most of the time she found her sitting for hours on end, either praying to her altar or grasping the Bible in her hands. Fuck. While it was obviously very strange, she would snap out of it and even go to lunch with her as if nothing had happened. Peter was more prevy to the situation than Mechtold around this time. He would recall events where Annalise would become mobilized and shiver uncontrollably. Epilepsy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fuck. Demons, demons. 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 Until, until April 19th, he, he called Annalise's sisters, Rose with the Fraid. Rose with the would help her out and watch her for a while. Hmm. Rose with the would clean her room, spoon feed her, and because Annalise was so weak... She needed assistance just to go to the bathroom. Sadly, because Annalise's siblings believe it was just the demons, they never attempted to take her to an actual doctor and would just shrug off the other girls in school whom were worried about Annalise's (laughs) well-being. Go to a real doctor, Annalise. We can say that now, but they're convinced it's demons. Oh, no. It became very apparent that none of the girls in her school ever became aware of all the exorcisms until after Annalise's death. Damn. On May 1st, with her condition worsening by the day, Father Alt made a visit. When he entered the room, Annalise was sitting drinking kaba, which is a chocolatey drink for kids, I guess, Mm. munching cake, looking happy and relaxed. She said, If people could have seen me last night... They would have thought I lost my marbles. <laughs> Father Alt replied, And if I were not a priest, I would have thought the same thing. Mm, just just fun, fun times here. <laughs> just yucking it up up there. 
Fatherall gave his priestly advice and told her it was not safe for her to remain in this school. While Annalise agreed, she had to work on her thesis paper. Could she perhaps stay at Father Alt's parish house and work on it? If she needed an exorcism, he would be right there. He agreed. Peter and Annalise made their way to his home. Oh, that's nice. They they allowed Peter to go (laughs) Yeah. During the first day at Father Alt's, Annalise seemed to be in okay shape. But the following day, the demons were back. It didn't take long before before she was once again laying on the floor, growling, screaming. Her body was contorting and stiffening up as it had so many times before. While they did try to get Rose with her to come to his house to help take care of her, she ended up having an accident of her own that tore the ligaments in her foot, and she wound up in the hospital. The demons. <laughs> Frotzen. <laughs> Keeping her from it. Yeah. By May 9th, Annalise had been taken to her home. Then promptly, Father Renz was resuming the exorcisms. She became increasingly violent once again, often attempting to bite or punch anyone in her vicinity. Father Alts claimed she would repeatedly stand up, slam down on her knees over (sighs) and over again. He said one day she did it over 600 times. That seems to be a bit of a stretch. (laughs) I don't know if I'm just an old fucking fogey now, but the idea of that makes me want to vomit. When they find her, her knees are like cracked open. God damn it. Oof, that's bad. But more importantly, she was constantly struggling to eat. Occasionally, she would announce the demons would allow her to eat and request bananas, fruit juices, or milk. Hmm. Healthy demons. (laughs) Jumping to May 17th, Annalise knew she needed to complete part of her thesis for school, but clearly she was in no state to do it. But if she had a doctor's note, she could get an extension. Okay. Joseph contacted Dr. Keller to see if he would issue one. He agreed, but only if he he could make a house visit. Mm -hmm. While Joseph agreed at first, the following day he canceled. Why? Because Father Alt had found a physician whom would agree to write one for her fuck. on his behalf. Fuck me. Fuck you, They were so close to being productive. <laughs> so, she did get the extension. But there was another problem. She needed to actually start doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Annalise begged Peter and Rose with her to write it for her. But they told her they would if she would at least start the outline. Mm. Miraculously... She popped up, ran downstairs, and wrote a four-page outline. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The three of them spent the next five hours discussing what she wanted for the remaining part of her thesis. Guess the demons know how important schoolwork is. They want another school teacher in the world. Mm -hmm. On May 30th, Father Alt invited his friend, Dr. Roth, to come to the house to see Annalise for himself. Dr. Roth had listened to the exorcism tapes and was apparently so moved by them, he began to renew his faith in God. <laughs> while we do know, <laughs> while we do know, Father Alt and Doctor Roth were in fact at the home this day. What transpired is a bit contradictory from what the witnesses would say later in trial. Father Alt invited him because he thought he might give Annalise some tranquilizers or other medication to help. But <laughs> just give her some ketamine or something, you know. <laughs> but Dr. Roth claimed he was a, he was simply there just to observe. Peter claimed when Dr. Roth seen Annalise, he said, My God, she has stigmata. Later in court, he denied this, so we will never know the truth. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
On June 2nd, 1976, Father Renz was continuing to perform the exorcisms, never losing hope that he could vanquish the demons. <laughs> but truly, Annalise's conditioning was faltering fast. Of this particular day, he wrote this letter to the bishop. Concerning Annalise, she has had to suffer outrageously during these past few days. And also, her family, who are so close to despairing. Annalise injured herself so seriously that her left cheek is fallen badly, and both her eyes look as if she has been worked over with a fist with blue, red, and black discoloration. Another strange thing is Dr. Roth denied seeing any of this, claiming he only looked at Annalise for 5 to 10 minutes during the exorcism. When questioned why he didn't help her, witnesses claims he said, There is no injection against the devil. You are correct, sir. <laughs> what about 500 cc's of holy water intravenously? <gasps> oh, perfect. damn. I would have got him. Anyway, Dr. Ross seems a bit to be a bit shady. Do no. The- <laughs> really? I'd go see him. He's a doctor on a priest's payroll. Through the entire month of June, Annalise was experiencing some of the worst conditions of this entire ordeal. Constantly screaming, growling, biting... And constantly yelling about absolution. (laughs) She believed if she could just make it to July as as prophesized, the demons would finally leave her body. The worst of it was the constant self-inflicted injuries, lack of sleep, and complete inability to get nourishment. Wait, didn't these damn demons originally say October? End of October, they that were gone. Yeah, the that's when they prof- thought they were gone, but then they all came back. Right, right, Remember, right. They, now they say they can't leave, Yeah. and Annalise prophesied that in July, they were going to be finally right, right, vanquished. Right, right. Yeah. Right. Once and forget. These demons might be from Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> They're just like, I wish I could quit you. <laughs> <laughs> Father Renz believed he was doing everything he possibly could in the spiritual battle. Her mother, Annalise, was so distraught, she wouldn't even attempt her own exorcisms when Father Renz wasn't there. <laughs> Shit. Towards I feel the like en- that's just going to piss off the demons. <laughs> I think you're right. Towards the end of June, Annalise began to develop a very high fever. It appears her family just assumed she was sick with something normal. They didn't seem to realize she was slowly starving to death. Whether it be demons or some mental condition, she wasn't consuming any nourishment. When they tried to force feed her, she would just spit it out. And finally, this brings us to the last day anyone would ever see Annalise alive, June 30th. My mom's birthday. On the night of June 30th, Anna was tending to Annalise. As per usual, she was screaming and throwing herself around the bed. The last words Annalise spoke to her mother were, Mama, stay with me. I am afraid. Joseph also was in the room. He informed the demons they would be cast out and they needed to leave by July 1st, as predicted. Well, I I guess that prediction came true. This is what Joseph would tell the police the following morning. Thereupon, Annalise turned over on her right side and quietly went to sleep. She was quiet all night. Next morning, about 7 o'clock, I went in the door of her room. She lay in bed and did not move. I assumed she was asleep. I went over to the building site. At eight, my wife called to tell me that Annalise had died. She was only 23 years old and weighed 68 pounds oh, at the time of her death. Holy fuck. Oof, that's bad. Oh. As you could expect, with a young girl being found dead in her bed, the police weren't going to buy. It was the demons whom, whom have done this. Mm-mm. 
when the initial autopsy was done, her death was ruled to be caused by starvation, possibly aggravated by her tremendous physical exertion during the last two weeks of her life. Her organs were all healthy, including her brain, which showed no sign of damage from epileptic seizures, and her body was free of bed sores and ulcers normally found on people whom had starved to death. My grandpappy laying in that uh, transitional care hmm. before he finally he came home him. and died. Yeah, he got really bad bed sores on his legs and back. It took the local government roughly a year to obtain all the evidence they needed, and on July 13th, 1977, we begin to bring up charges against Father Alt, and Father Renz, along with Joseph and Anna Michelle, while the charges against Father Rodvik and the bishop were dropped. Of course, because they're higher yeah. up the goddamn mountain. That's right. <laughs> Good. I am glad that charges were filed against all these people. Yeah. We're going to find out what happens. The media was having a good time spreading headlines about this particular case, often deba- debating whether this could be, in fact, demons. Then, there was a woman named Sister Dorothea, a Carmelite nun, whom claimed she was receiving important messages from Annalise after her death. Annalise had told her she wanted to have her body exhumed in time for the trial. This would prove, in fact, that hell, demons, a god, a mother of god, and other spiritual (laughs) beings did exist. (laughs) Also to prove that she had died as a penance for the country... The youth and the priest. <laughs> the so she's got to pay for, you know, the incident back in the 30s and 40s. Uh, yes. Yes. Oh, right. That's what she's paying for. The sister claimed when they dug up her body, it would be perfectly preserved and therefore prove that eternal life existed. <laughs> so... Her parents applied for the permit to exhume her body, not only for what the sister said, but also wanted to give her a better coffin made of oak and zinc. So her body was exhumed, and that day, her family and friends did a procession where they walked from her home all the way to the gravesite. Father Renz later wrote this letter about the incident. Annalise's coffin was dug up. It had a dent on one side, but otherwise it was in good condition. It was carried into the mortuary so her body could be placed in a new coffin. Mayor Riemeyer came out of the mortuary and said to the Michels, Not surprisingly, after a year and a half, Annalise is putrefied. She looks terrible. I would suggest that you do not go in. Remembering Annalise from the past, you have a lovely image of her. Don't spoil it for yourselves. The Michels fell for it and did not go in. Then I was asked whether I wanted to see Annalise. I immediately answered with an energetic, yes! But at the door of the mortuary, I was turned away by the police, so I had to leave. Shortly thereafter, the new coffin was carried out to the grave and was reinterred. Other witnesses actually claim a different story with Father Renz, claiming he went to the door and just turned around, (laughs) not wanting to face the fact that she was not not wanting to face the fact that she was not, in fact, perfectly preserved. Mm. Either way, the trial was still looming for the four defendants. I imagine at the bottom of that coffin is like a, a soup, yep. like a uh, slurry. Does that happen? Since she was putrefied, which well, I, I think, think that's that just, what that means. Like you turn green and... No, that's like petrified. Putrefied is like melting, I'm pretty sure. 
Me? I don't know. I don't know the difference. Yucca puck. We'll take your... We'll take your... I can understand why Fassarens did not want to go in and see. Well, the mayor warned him, hey, don't go in there. Keep a good image of your daughter. Don't go in there. When the trial proceeded, it was a flurry of witnesses, basically everyone whom had contact with Annalise. The court was essentially trying to prove that if the priest would have taken her to a doctor instead of continuously performing exorcisms... They could have at least force-fed her, and she oh. would still be alive. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like the doctors could have force-fed yeah. her. She also would have been fucking miserable if this shit kept going on, though. I don't know. I don't know. I it's, don't a, it's hard to say, because the mental obvious, or like mental health care wasn't great during this time, so not hey, like it is this today. Is a good, this is a good segue, because yesterday was mental health awareness. awareness. That's right. Perfect. Yep. As you could expect, the judge and prosecutor had a bit of a field day making a mockery of the priests and their beliefs. Demonic possession was not seen as a logical diagnosis for a sick person in the modern day. When the court of public opinion finally reached their judgment, all four would be convicted of manslaughter due to negligence and receive six-month jail sentences with three years probation. They also had to pay all of the court's fees. Excellent. Their jail... You know the church just paid those fees. Just ate it. Yep. Yep. Their jail sentences would later be suspended. What the fuck? A lot of the public obviously thought this this sentence was way too lenient. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with a lot of the public on this. There are still rumors people do still visit her gravesite, like Jordan's <gasps> brother. Yeah. They bring flowers and such, because some believe she did actually die as a penance for the rest of us. Um, it's weird because... We have the Christians visit it and the Satanists visit it. Really? Ser- serious. Like, the Satanists like to go there because of, I don't know, the demons? I don't know. It's kind of weird. Maybe she did actually bring us all together. Certainly. The, Christ- the Christians and the Satanists, she brought us all hey, together as one. We're more alike than different. <laughs> Let's read one last thing about it. On June 6, 2013, the original home of the Michelle family burnt down and her father's old workshop burnt down as well. Mm. Some people believe this date is important because this date can be worked out to 666. Mm. <laughs> six, six, and then three plus one plus two, right? Correct. Yep. Okay. Uh, and the police obviously believe this is a case of arson. Yes, like so straight they, up. So they think maybe the Satanists burned it down. So the, sure. But yeah, that's the end of the story there. So Cody. Best series by far. Oh this yeah. is this is our killer this is our killer arc. See the the beauty about these episodes is like we can be funny because it's not just constant he killed him, he killed him, you know what I mean? Yeah. You gotta take a yeah. breather from serial killers every once in a while. And this is horrific. This poor yes, girl yes. suffered. Oh yeah. So in your guys' mind, like I think some of the the theories are she could have had multiple personality disorder, which uh, could make sense if she's pretending to be all these Demons, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, schizophrenia, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, epilepsy, I guess, can cause like psychosis as well. So it could but have been her a brain whole... and shit was all yeah. intact, even though the... when your brain's not functioning properly, you know, you don't know what the hell can happen. Yeah, so it's a big mystery, and obviously, I don't know what they would have did to people, you know, who had this shit back then. I think there's one quote from a doctor who said. He force feed her, sedate her, and then give her electroshock therapy. That's that, I don't know. I don't think that's gonna help. But, was that uh, Mike Pence thinking she was gay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Political. I, I just heard uh, California outlawed that. You can't do that anymore. Electroshock? No, no. You can't set up areas to pray the gay out of people. Oh, really? Yeah, it's cool. illegal. You can't cool. do that. Because those are fucking ruthless, man. Yeah. Those are awful. Yeah, exactly. But, no, that's a good tale. I love it. Tell oh, yeah. Definitely. Jordan, you liked it? I liked it a lot. Adam liked it. How's that's your, me. How's your vocal cords, Jordan? Uh, they're not feeling too bad. <laughs> you <clears throat> torched did. them up, though, good. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed those demons. All for you, listeners. And our, me. Our very talented voice actors did phenomenal. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Jordan did great. <laughs> you did great, too. <laughs> People love your German accent. Don't <laughs> feel, fool yourself. Uh, well, with all that out of the way, ladies and gentlemen... Let's start. Uh, let's start uh, throwing her, throwing her to the wrap-up session, shall yeah. we? All right, kids. So uh, first and foremost, as always, you know what I want you to do. I want you to hit me with that email. I want you to email me up good, bumblebuttpodcast at gmail.com. What's that, Adam? Bumblebuttpodcast at gmail.com. Do that with anything, right? Like you want us to run a spot on our show for you. You can run a spot for us. You do whatever. Give us ideas. Whatever. Ideas, mm-hmm. especially Miss Muffy. I don't remember if I said this on Between the Bumbles. You did. Oh, I did. She's yeah. going to try to tell us about one of her local uh, serial killers, possibly. Hopefully, if she knows of one. Otherwise, I've been I've been hitting the Google hard looking for the best <laughs> Newcastle murder I can find. You know, yeah, like uh, I was looking through the serial killer list. And, you know, they have every country. UK is very big. And uh, then it goes to the United States. And it's like, we had to relocate this to another page because there's too many of them. <laughs> <laughs> Does not fit. Does not fit. <laughs> Holy fuck. That's great. We're going to find one, though. Well, other social medias, you can find us at Twitter, at BumblebuttPod. Facebook and Instagram, BumblebuttPodcast. Those ones are, uh, I mean, I love all three. Don't get me wrong. I love Twitter. I love Facebook. I love Instagram. Obviously, Instagram's our main chicken, but me and Jordan, we hold it down on the old Facebook and Twitter, don't mm-hmm. we, Jordan? Yes. Good. Excellent. And now, for the most important part of the show, at least if you ask Cody, the iTunes Reviews. And we got two. Fuck yes, written too. Two written. Yeah. yeah, and one oh, of them. Oh shit! And one of them. Uh, oh my god! You'll hear it. So Simple Health Radio wrote us a five star. They said, "Great podcast. I would recommend this to anybody. Don't miss out." Hell yeah! Hey, and hey. the the golden tier of all comments. Good stuff right here by Minnow Minnow Cirque. Sorry if I don't pronounce the name right. It says, like the room, but in your ear. I couldn't, Tommy was so filmed. I, could, I couldn't quit laughing. I laughed so fucking hard when I seen that. And that is beautiful. I wish everybody wrote stuff like this because it's Holy kind of an shit. insult, but it's kind of good at the same time. So it's perfect. And it's about the most it, flattering thing of all. When mm-hmm. people review your work and say, Absolutely. you've done well. Like, that's nice. It means we're going to become a cult classic. Hey, that's right. That's right. Well, boys and girls, I think that's going to do it for all of us here. Right. The Adams. The Cody's. The Jordans. And please, please, please leave a five-star review so we can read you out on the show. Mm-hmm. And do all the other stuff I said. And remember, guys, have a good weekend. Unless it's Tuesday. Das ist, wo ich bette, dich verletze dich.